Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. Welcome to Top 5, a show where we count things down from number 5 all the way to number 1. And I want to take a moment and thank everybody who is listening to this show on their podcast app of choice. Yes, we know that we just don't want to speak out into the ether to nobody. Uh, we know that you are listening to us and we appreciate that you're taking the time to listen this week. This week, though, I don't know, might irritate a few people. Topic this week, Top 5 Colors We Dislike. Top 5 Colors We Dislike. Oh, yes, Matthew. What do you have for your number five color that you dislike? My number five actually is, uh, th- this is one of the weird things of the universe. You know how when you're growing up, things that are normal to you may be weird to other people? Where you're just like, hey, you know, sometimes people juggle fire and that's just a thing that happens. This is kind of like that. Uh, my grandfather's sister. Uh, who was my aunt, I guess, sort of. It's a, it's a complicated family. Uh, but my grandfather's sister had a son, and her son had an AMC gremlin. And so I thought everybody knew that an AMC gremlin was A, hideous, and B, super common. But apparently it's not. But here's the thing about the AMC gremlin. It's an ugly little car, looks like a wedge of cheese, but AMC had specific stock body colors. And my cousin's AMC Gremlin was AMC's Fawn Beige. At the time, this car was probably already almost 10 years old. And um, I I don't necessarily, I don't love beige necessarily, but I mean, I don't hate it. But I really, really hated the color of this car because it had faded to this brownish gray with undertones of kind of like weird red things going on it was just it was really really awful and i found that uh american motor company has a lot of cars that were just painted that stock color Mm -hmm. that weird beige color none of them have aged well and they're all just disturbing horrific kind of you know feces colored monstrosities now and while i don't necessarily dislike a lot of colors specifically that one the amc fawn beige just Ugh, I don't know. It's like it's like when I look at something that's full of holes and I just have that visceral response of horror. It's almost but not quite that. It's just, ugh, ugh, I hate that. Nice. Uh, well, speaking of that poo brown that you were talking about, <laughs> my number five. Now, I like the color brown and I like the color green. But what I don't like is the mixture of brown and green together. Kind of like a, uh, like a... A green. Yeah, it's like a poo green meets a really not bright green, but you know that gross, sickly pea soup green. 
Mm. And I went to go and see if it actually had a name. And it's actually listed as the world's most disliked color, but it's only on my number five. It's Pantone 448C is is the Pantone color. They've actually listed this as the worst color ever. And I agree. When I look at it, I'm like, yeah, that's the color that I, it's not an earthy color because a lot of people might say, well, brown and green, that's kind of earthy. No, it literally looks like poo and pea soup together and it's gross. And so that is why it is my number five. It's actually my number four. Is it? Yeah. Why? It is. And it's just, oh, it's, it's, it's like everything that I disliked about that, that AMC kind of tan color, but just made even that much worse. And sometimes, you know, I, I, I poke at you a little bit because there are times where you go scatological. It's just the way your mind goes. But I agree with you. This is 100% the color of excrement. This is, this is the, the color of every time the cat gets mad and, you know, takes a dump on the carpet. It is just horrifying. And I think the thing that I find most entertaining about it is apparently because it's so ugly, they intentionally put it on cigarette packaging to make the packaging that much more unattractive to people. Mm, That's weird because I've never seen a cigarette package that way. You know, you see the Marlboros that are red and white and the whatever camels that are black and green and yellow and all these other colors. I've never seen a, a poo green brown Pantone 448C cigarette yep. package, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. Now, maybe if they Apparently did it on the it's filters. A European thing. Oh, well, that makes sense because they're pretty, they're getting a lot more strict on, you know, yes. like half the package has to be, or more than half the package has to be a giant skull that says, if you smoke this, you will die. Right. And then in small letters, it'll have the, the name of the cigarette company. So I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's horrifying. And they actually, apparently, some enterprising D bag is making fingernail polish this color. Oh, gross. For the enterprising woman who wants to look like, you know, she swallowed a ring by accident and had to go find it. Just, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, horrible, uh, horrible it a, color. It is a horrible color. My number five, Matthew's number four. Rodrigo, what do you four, have four, for eight. number five? Uh, my number five uh, is also a shade of brown, but it's a, it's a, it's a shade of brown that's probably, um, it's it's not that one specifically. It's redder, um, mm. and it's in my number five because in the two thousands, um, there was this idea in video games, and I think to a lesser extent in movies, or rather in in movies, it took on a different sort of uh, color palette. There's this idea in video games that video games have to be realistic. And realism means stuff is brown. Mm-hmm. Right? So you would play video games, and all video games that came out in that era would be the sort of like gray and reddish brown. If you look at stuff like uh, the Dark Souls games, or not Dark Souls, but uh, yeah, yeah, Dark Souls, um, they came out around that time and they have that palette. Um, if you look at something like uh, The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, um, you know, this is a Zelda game. And if you when you think of Zelda games, you think of like a little elfie boy wearing like a bright green tunic and all kinds of like weird, colorful enemies. But this had an extreme. It's like even then it's like they just dumped a bunch of this. I would say it's maybe like a raw umber mm. is sort of like the. 
the undercolor of all of this. It's like it just has like a, a very like that as a filter on top or maybe that as like an undershade below everything else. Yeah. And it just makes everything look washed out, which is literally what they were trying to do, right? They wanted everything. They're like, well, the real world doesn't have bright colors. The real world has dull colors. And I'm glad that we're sort of moving away from that now. I feel like, you know, actual decent uh, color palettes have, have made a comeback. You know, if, if you're like a, if you're like an odd world or like a dark souls, then yeah, by all means, you know, use that palette. But I think a lot of games that weren't that were trying to use that to seem more realistic. And really it just makes your game brown. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's unfortunate. That is unfortunate. All right. Thank you for that one, Rodrigo. That is Rodrigo's number five. We've already done Matthew's number four. Uh, my number four is, and again, I really do like yellow, but if you're going to go yellow, you're in or you're out when it comes to yellow. And when it comes to, and really it kind of almost every color in this same kind of category, I dislike, but yellow gray is a color that just doesn't make sense to me. It's like gray, but let's mix in a little bit of yellow so that it kind of uh, complements my number five. And it's just, it's not a pretty color. It's very dull and drab and kind of, I don't know, has that, when I look at it, there's something in the back of my throat that just kind of wants to react to it. Um, but it is not a, it's not a pretty color. And I've, I've, I've seen many logos and I know it was, I don't know if it's still a fad, but it was a fad for a while to use this just washed out gray, yellow color on so many product. And it's just, it just doesn't work. And I just, I just dislike yellow gray so much that I had to put it there in my number four. It's just, isn't it not pretty? The color of bile. Kind of a little bit, yeah. Rodrigo, what do you have for number four? Uh, my number four, so my number five is Realism Brown. My number four is also video game related. Mm -hmm. Is what I call No Contact Blue. <laughs> uh, which means when you would put in your Super NES or NES cartridge in um, oh. and you turn it on, there was a myriad of things that could happen, right? Number one, your game just starts and plays normally. Number two, you see some weird artifacting, which means there's not full contact, but um, probably the worst or most worrisome to get was this like bright blue screen, like where there was nothing else except this shade of blue coming through. And I would say it's like just like a high saturation, like medium blue, mm -hmm. quote unquote, medium blue. Um, although I guess it probably depends on your TV set. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it was always a thing where that seemed like the wrongest, like mm -hmm. that. I, I don't think there was ever any real danger that, you know, my game was going to melt or something, but that was always like a very worrisome thing to get when you put in a, a video game was just like a, a like an energetic blue that made your like screen buzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and again, you can very very much dating myself here by these uh, by these references. These but old analog okay. references. When you were playing those games, you were dating channels. yourself too. Oh, Say what? Back when you were playing those games, you were probably dating yourself too. Waka waka. I mean, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> not 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 much not much else for like a, a ten year old to do on a Saturday night. And if there was, I didn't want to do it because I was too busy playing video games. <laughs> 
So yeah, no contact blue is my number four. There That's you go. Horrible. All right, we have now moved into our number threes. And Matthew, what do you have for your number three? My number three, unlike my number five and number four, is not a color that I hate so much because it's unattractive, but it is. Uh, I hate it for more of a, a semantic reason, more of a, an almost, what's the word that I'm looking for? I like to know the name of things. So nomenclature is very important to me. And throughout the you know 1980s, when I was a kid, this color had the grossest name in the world. And I knew what it was. It was this weird, gross, skin, pinky color. But in the 90s, somehow it changed. And it wasn't my colors changing because my colors are bad. My colors have always been bad. They're getting worse. We'll get to that. Just stay with me. But at some point, my number three, puce, went from meaning a weird, blorpy, pinky kind of color to a weird, blorpy, dark greeny color somewhere you know in between like a lime green and a hunter green and i'm first of all the name puce is just gross you should never call anything puce it just it sounds wrong it just sounds disgusting it is a color whose name just turns your stomach to say it but the fact that it somehow became too opposing equally unpleasant colors one in that red horky spectrum and one in that green horky spectrum just makes me angry. It, it makes me indignant that someone, the color police, allowed this to happen. I mean, if a word is there and has a definition and, you know, it's not like, hey, irregardless, I'm talking about a, a thing that describes a thing. Yeah, you can it, continue describing that thing. Uh, it really looks like a lot of people conflate pews and chartreuse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that, that. that yellow-green that you're describing sounds like chartreuse. So I wonder if that didn't just become kind of a thing and then, like, nobody corrected people. But, yeah, I always, I always thought puce was like, like salmon, but unappetizing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the thing that, you know, always got me was I, I know what a chartreuse is because chartreuse was the color they used for the Martian Manhunter throughout the Bronze Age. It's not attractive, mm-hmm. but it's, it, you know, it's not use and you know and george carlin will tell you names have emotional value and even if it was the most beautiful color in the world if it was like the color equivalent of ashley graham i would still be like puce it was just ugh, i cannot stand puce and 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 i i'm just indignant at the fact that it's now two things and they're both bad and it's just my number three and we move on before i start ranting again thank you matthew my number three Perfect for this time of year coming up just around the corner. This this top five came about because of this uh, color. Because I was driving the kids to school one day and right across from the grade school that my youngest goes to is a house that has a car sitting out in the driveway that is this color. And the only way that I can describe it is that Easter blue color that you see on the pastel M&Ms, the pastel blue color. Uh, might might want to think of it as like a robin egg color, you know that robin blue, just like a very powder blue, uh, kind of, but it's a little bit darker than powder mm. blue. So imagine, you know, if if you go and get those, maybe it is powder blue. I don't know. If you go and get those like, Easter pastel M and M's, you'll pull out yeah. a blue one, and it's that color blue. Or if you look it's at like just a robin's a, egg, blue. yeah, 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 yeah. It's, robin's it's, egg sounds right. Yeah, it, it just it's 
it's the color of Easter candy is, is in my mind. And I just don't like it. There's, and again, I like blue. Blue is fine. Blue is one of my favorite colors. But you tone it down a little bit and you put it into that pastel blue category, that robin egg uh, category, the, the Easter M&M category. And it just makes me want to just get angry and throw things. And I just cannot imagine that somebody, I mean, sure, every color that we have listed may be somebody's favorite color, including Pantone 448C. And so, you know, this pastel blue color may be someone's favorite color, and that's what they wanted to get in their car. But I can't imagine some car exec was like, oh, yeah, Mr. GM, uh, everybody's going to want the pastel blue. It makes you think of Vroom Vroom. I just can't see that in in this color of a car. And so that's why it's my number three. I just do not like this color with a passion, but not like uh, not as bad as I hate my number two and my number one. But we'll get to those in just a minute. Rodrigo, what do you have for number three? Uh, my number three, as you might expect, all of these are uh, colors that I don't like because of associations with them rather than because mm-hmm. of the color itself. Because I, I think that most colors, except perhaps for Stevens number five, um, can, it's like when, for example, when you put powder blue with like like baby girl pink and you know canary yellow um in a bag of m&ms it makes sense for it to be there right it's pleasant for it to be there yeah um but out in the wild no way man out in the wild it looks (laughs) weird so uh, my number three is a color that otherwise i like just fine um but generally uh it, it kind of creates a sort of a stress reaction in me. And that is what I will call notification red, mm-hmm. um, which is really just red. Like it's not crimson. It's too bright to be crimson. I, I think whatever color your screen thinks it's red, that's the color that uh, social media companies and um, other stuff tend to use. It might be like a slightly orangier red, but generally speaking, it's going to be, you know, kind of like center of what red tends to be perceived as. Um, and I don't like it because anytime I see it, it's like there's a not- notification there. And it's like, and what does that mean? It could be something bad or it could be spam. And it's very rarely something good right like you ever like open up your or look at your phone and see that you have three new emails and you're like well clearly that's going to be a great news <laughs> no of course not it's it's either going to be neutral and somebody accidentally sent you something that they didn't mean to send you or it's going to be spam or it's going to be bad news it's like your landlord or something yeah um so this color is everywhere like literally i'm looking at this color right now because skype uses it we're talking Mm -hmm. on skype we're recording this through skype Mm -hmm. and there is a chat somewhere in my history that i have not scrolled (laughs) all the way down to and we do this every week uh once or twice a week right i talk to steven and matthew and we record shows at least twice a week or at least once a week um since the beginning of time And I don't know, like, I just keep scrolling down. Just today, I was like, I'm going to scroll down and find this thing. And I didn't find it. I didn't know which one it was. So it's going to always be there, right? And I'm just never going to be able to clear it out. And that is what this shade of red does to me. 
Uh, so my number three, a notification red. Ugh. Yeah, I can I can see that. I can see how that drives you crazy. Reds are always comforting to me, though, because I, I can trust a red. I can see a red. I know a red. A red I mean, is a if red you, and a red. If you see a car in this color, you're yeah. like, whoa, that car is rad. You know, it's yeah. like, that's in, depending on the context is like, this can be a very good color to see. Mm-hmm. Um, if you see this color coming out of you, that's bad. Um, <laughs> but if you are driving around in this color, that's good. Yep. Uh, Matthew, what do you have for your number two, which is where we are at right now? My number two is probably going to upset Carl. And here's why. Uh, Carl and I both have different types of uh, colorblindness. Mine is a weird one. And his is the one where he basically sees shades of browns and grays, but he always sees yellow. But much as Rodrigo's last couple have been all about the associations, my number two was ruined for me. Uh, by seven years in a call center. It is a color that I believe is actually called and was uh, was copyrighted as Sprint Yellow. Now, uh, I'm not going to tell you the name of the company that I worked for, where we saw this color Sprint Yellow all the time. We'll just we'll we'll give it a code name. We'll call it Spinert. Um, but when I worked for Spinert, everything had to be this color. So banners and badges and every single header on every single note and the board where they made you put up your stuff and just, Oh, it is such a stressful color for me. And it's not quite a pure yellow. It's actually a little bit orangey. Um, so it's, it's a yellow that borders into the, the gold territory. Uh, looks a little bit like the colors of, um, Washington, not Washington, Wichita state, the gold and the black colors for Wichita state university. But just, oh, it is so stressful for me just seeing that color and the logo for the company, which we shall keep, you know, again, secretly calling Spinert uh, because we don't want to mention them by name. Just, oh, it, it, it drives a part of me up the wall. And I was actually super pleased last year when the, the Federal Trade Commission approved the either purchase or, or merger mm-hmm. of this company with another company. And that company uses a pretty, pretty pink. And the commercials were literally, you saw that spinert yellow being overtaken by this pink and being replaced. And now the company that I worked for doesn't actually exist as a thing anymore. It's, it's like it's been subsumed in this other company. Uh, we won't tell you the name, but it rhymes with Shmi Bobel. And that pink color is comforting to me. And seeing that yellow get swallowed by the pink was actually one of those moments where I'm just like, yes, commercials also can have a a, a heavy emotional resonance. So if you hand me something that color and say, can you autograph this? First of all, why do you want my autograph, you weirdo? But second of all, I'm probably going to scream and I probably won't run because I'm not big with the running, but I may exit the room, you know, in a, in a snotty manner, just because I cannot stand that sprint yellow of the unnamed company for which I used to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. My number two kind of goes along with my number three. Not a big fan of bubblegum pink, that Easter pink pastel color that you get. Just, oh. just don't like it. Uh, again, Together, as Rodrigo said, you put them in an M&M bag, makes sense. You see them together in an Easter uh, uh, basket, works great. 
Seeing it out in the wild, no thank you. It is just something that um, reminds me a lot of Pepto-Bismol. Uh, it is uh, something that reminds me a lot of uh, the grade school bathrooms that we had as a kid. Uh, it is just not an appealing color. And uh, I know a lot of people are like, oh, but Easter pink and Easter blue, those are like colors for the season. It's like, great. I'm glad you enjoy them in that context. But out of that context, not for me. Um, you know, I like hot pink. Uh, I yeah. like, um, you know, I like a, a, a vibrant pink. But that Easter pink, bubblegum pink, whatever you want to call it, the 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 color of the uh, rock hard bubblegums that you used to buy for like a penny a piece when we were kids, Matthew. The, the uh, ones that would come in the in the trading cards. No, 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 not the trading card. But, you know, they'd, ha- they'd have a twist. They'd have the wax twist around them and you buy oh. them for like a penny and you'd open them up and they're covered in like chalk. But then you chew no. on it. Yeah, yeah. That's no. the oh, that's God, just that's, horrible. that's a color I just don't care for. So my number two, bubblegum pink. I despise it even worse than pastel blue. So, yeah, it is a horrible color, uh, but not as horrible as my number one, which we'll get to in a moment. But first, we have Rodrigo's number two. I mean, I'd like to say that I actually love bubblegum pink and pastel blue together. So do uh, I. Just thought, if you uh, if you follow the Overwatch League, there's a town, there's uh-huh. a team, the uh-huh. the Hangzhou Spark. Yeah, that use that color scheme. And it's great because they do like it makes because they're Blizzard characters, right? Yeah. So they're like very stylized and everything. It looks like their uniforms are made of bubble gum, and I just kind of want to take a bite <laughs> out of them. It looks like you're fighting peeps. That's funny. Um, all right. So my number two is a color that I have always referred to as organic green. Mm. Um, but it might be maybe more of a mantis green. I think that's a thing or maybe like a kelly green but i've seen lots of different things that people say is kelly green right um but it is a a bright green that has sort of a i don't know kind of like a uh it's not like an electric green right but it's a very specific shade it's it's that monster uh energy drink loco green is it kind of at least to me i don't know you know you're getting into greens so that's where sure um, I'm not, I'm not really sure what exactly it, it is. I think it's a little darker, but, um, yeah. So for a long time now in the United States, um, there has been organic food available and most of the time organic food is given a green label mm-hmm. and there's like something that's automatically true about organic food. And that's that it's going to be more expensive than whatever non-organic option is available, right? Uh, almost always that's going to be the case. Sometimes it isn't, but in the majority of, like if you're looking at produce, if you're looking at meat, organic food is going to be more expensive. So I have just naturally developed this filter where I like can't even see it. Like I just look past anything that has that shade of green, um, which has literally caused me you know, mild problems before. Because, for example, different supermarket chains label their milk up like fat percentages mm-hmm. in different colors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're, for one supermarket, your 1% milk, which is the highest grade of milk fat that I can handle, um, is pink, right? But for some, it's green. So I will like, it, you know, it's like uh, the, the chameleon circuit or, or whatever, right? It's like I can't, I just like, I'll be like, how does this milk go from skim to 2%, where's the 1%? 
You know, and it's like, I just can't see it. Somebody has to like point it out to me. And then it's, I'm like, well, oh, it's right there. That green one, yeah. Rodrigo. Exactly. I just like, I have trained myself and that's because I used to not worry about that stuff. And they'd be like, oh yeah, here's like a pack of chicken breast. It's a thousand dollars. Okay. It wasn't a thousand dollars, but when I was, <laughs> when I was living out by myself, uh, and, and, you know, making a, uh, Kansas salary, accidentally buying something organic or something that like actually punched a hole in my budget. So I trained myself not to want to see it. And now I literally can't see it. <laughs> so, um, if you ever want to, I guess if you ever want to sneak into your house, just, uh, just dress up like, a like a bunch of bananas and put a green, like uh ribbon around yourself. And then I won't even be able to see you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Rodrigo. We are now up to our number ones. Our number one most disliked color. Matthew, I'm very curious as to what your number one most disliked color is. Well, this is a tough one for me because uh, much like Edwin Meese and pornography, I can't describe it, but I know it when I see it. And the reason for that is a very long word that we like to call deuteronomaly, uh, which basically means that the color uh, perception in my eye, the rods and the cones and the what have yous are not correct and always haven't been correct, apparently, is what I'm being told. But as I age, my nearsightedness has gotten just ridiculous. They literally carve my glasses out of the windshields of 50s automobiles in order to have thick enough grass. That's true. I promise you. I didn't just make that up. But because of my deuteronomaly and the weirdness of my vision getting worse and worse as I age, colors that I learned are now not the colors that I perceive them to be. And the color, my number one hated color in the entire universe, is a particular shade of bluish green that I can't tell it if is it's called... green or orange. Oh, green or orange. Okay, because I was going to say... Yeah. I think your number one and my number one are the same thing. Where do you see where do you see this color most often, Matthew? LED displays. Oh, okay. Nope, not the same color. But I know okay. what I know what color you're talking about. Yeah, I had uh, I had a '78 Dodge Magnum, beloved car. Love that thing. I'd buy another one in a minute. They don't make them anymore, and there's a reason for it. Most of them melted. But here's the thing: I had my stereo had two displays. It had green, and it had orangey gold. And I had it set on orangey gold because I love that color and it looked good and it was fine. And I was driving that car for three years before my girlfriend, down my wife, said, why do you have that ugly green color on your displays when there's the orange? And I said, no, it's orange now. And I switched it over and I said, that's the ugly green color. And she said, no, that's orange. And I switched it back to the one that I liked. Uh, that was in my 20s. Now that I am <coughs> years old, Sorry about that. I had something in my throat. I, uh, I I have this thing where not only are the colors weird, but depth perception becomes a problem. If I'm looking like at my cell phone, reds pop at me with almost a three-dimensional effect, and greens recede. Like greeny greens pull away from me. So when I'm looking at something on my phone, that red that Rodrigo describes as hating hit, I, I know that red. That red is my friend because I can trust it. But this green could also be orange. I have a shirt that I love that I swear to you is a dark blue shirt with orange threads. 
and my daughter, who is mean to me, uh, but you know, I tease her about not having a pancreas, so I, we're probably even. But my daughter, who is mean to me, likes to ask me what color that is, and and taunt me about it because she thinks it's hilarious that she has you know excellent vision, and dad sees things a little weird. But I don't know the name of it because. Sometimes I see it and it's actually there. And you're like, that item is this weird bluey, greeny, kind of electrical, greeny color. And you're like, yes, it totally is. There's one uh, paint shade in Grand Theft Auto V that I know is this color, but I don't know if it is this color. And I'm not going to ask because, again, my daughter's mean to me. So my number one is that weird shade of green that I don't know is green, but it's probably something called green yeah yeah my number one uh tell me instantly Stephen, what's your your least favorite color i will tell you right away it is that crappy 1950s seafoam green blue color that they used <laughs> to make uh cars and that many houses are still painted in that oh. horrible color it is the worst color that has ever been created and i want to punch the person who invented seafoam green or blue or blue green or light turquoise or whatever you want to call it. Cause to me, that is like, I don't know. There's something about when I see houses that are still painted in that color. And this is, again, is, is kind of like Rodrigo with a memory kind of association growing up. I would go and visit my great grandmother and she used to live in Osawatomi, which at the time was in not great condition. Uh, it probably still isn't. Um, but we would drive through that town and see all these rundown houses with people not mowing their lawns and, you know, Rodrigo can attest, uh, you know, kind of um, cars up on blocks kind of thing. Sure. And all of the houses that would be that way were painted that awful seafoam green color. And then you go and look and you see in the 1950s and 60s, that was a very popular color to paint your car. And I can't stand it. So people who still and there was a house not just a month or two ago. Well, it was probably before that because it was cold. But just recently, someone painted their house that color. And I'm just like, are you people insane? Why is this color still allowed? I think cities should have bans <laughs> on this color that if your house is painted that color, you have to pay a sin tax of some kind for uh, public yeah, public displays of um, um, nature harming. But that is a color that I do. Oh, man, it is the worst color ever. I, I, I. Again, it's probably somebody's favorite because that's why they painted their house that way. That's why they had to get that classic 50s car in that shade. But, oh, man, do not give me that color because I will hand it right back to you and say, no, thank you. You couldn't even pay me. If someone came up to me and said, Stephen, <laughs> we're going to give you $10 million tax-free. You don't even have to report it, nothing. But you have to paint or you have to have all the siding on your house replaced. With this seafoam green siding, $10 million. You're inside most of the time. You're never going to see your house on the outside that often. $10 million. And I would still say, no, thank you. I say, you offend me with that offer. That's what would wow. happen. And I would, I would walk away and slam the door in their face and cause all their $10 million to go fluttering into the wind where the rest of the neighborhood kids can go and chase after it and pick it up. Fat <laughs> to seafoam green is what <laughs> I say. That's what I know say. What's great about seafoam green? Nothing. Absolutely I did a nothing. Or seafoam green, and across the top, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's like eleven images. Uh huh. And I can tell you right now, which one is seafoam green, 
but the 11 images across the top of my screen, I am seeing vastly different colors that are all claiming seafoam green. Yeah, those and there's are not a guitar seafoam. that is clearly orange. No, that's is, that is that is the seafoam green color that people paint their houses and their cars. That is, that is the color man. that that 62 Fender Stratocaster. Yes, that yeah. is the color. So there you go, Matthew. Now oh. you know what seafoam green is. It's your horrible orange color. <laughs> it's orange. It's definitely in that ballpark. I don't know if it's the same horrible orange, but it kind of is the same horrible. Yeah, so, so technically, I guess our number ones may be the yeah, same. I think they're exactly the same. Although LED, you know, the, the flashing LEDs on your old VCR and stuff, they were a little bit yeah. more, they had a little bit more blue to them. Uh, than than yeah. seafoam yeah, green. That display green is is brighter. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there you go. Matthew and I have the same number one seafoam green. What a piece of crap color. Get rid of it. <laughs> Rodrigo, what is what is I, your? Matthew and I approve that. That <laughs> that, that, that explains why uh, Stephen only ever came to my house once. Yeah, no, Rodrigo had that same color house, right? I, I used to live in a seafoam green house when I lived yep. in Kansas. Why yep. you can't stand watching The Little Mermaid? Yeah. No, nah, there's there's not enough. There's not very much seafoam green in Little Mermaid, but a lot of sea, a lot of foam. That color, dude. No, she's not. No, 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 no. She's no, not. No. 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 Uh, no. Hang on. You need to go get your eyes checked. <laughs> we've already discussed. <laughs> we, we've already. Yeah, we know. We know that he's not going to be have an actor. <laughs> My Rodrigo, eyes have been checked, and they are wrong on this. Rodrigo, what is your number one? So amazingly, by way of Matthew, we might all have the same color because my number <laughs> one is U-Haul Orange. Nice. Um, nice. And again, that's because of an association. When I was working at a thrift store, we had we were always understaffed and people would just come by and drop off massive amounts of stuff every day all day who are always extremely overworked understaffed um i you know went home every day sore from lifting things and moving things and we would get a ton of furniture well Mm, more mm -hmm. than a ton of furniture really um and the worst thing just basically the way that our uh, that our uh, deliveries were set up or that our drop-off was set up is there was kind of a, a space in the center and cars came around it. So we'd be able to see a car coming around to pull into um, the, the place for us to, to start uh, taking stuff out of the car. Yeah. And so the worst thing to see was a U-Haul coming around that bend, right? Because you knew that that U-Haul was going to be absolutely packed with furniture with like heavy bags of like um like pans and pots and all kinds of stuff it's just going to be massive right and it it was terrible in every way because the way that the company had figured this this is like an international Mm -hmm. uh, like thrift store right so the way that they had figured out the way to make money is by selling quote-unquote cloth right shirts pants jeans uh, all kinds of clothing, basically by selling clothing is how they made their money. And they had a little bit of extra stuff. Basically, they lure collectors in by selling furniture. But we got way more furniture than most of their stores. So we'd be doing all this work and we would get no like recognition or resources, right? Because the more cloth you brought in, the more you were allowed to hire more people 
uh, the more you were allowed to basically uh, the more decision power that your store got about what to do was based on how much clothing you brought in. So we had tons of furniture, nothing to do with it. Um, and it like to this day, I'll be driving around. And if I catch sight of a U-Haul out of the corner of my eye, <laughs> I will freak out. Have a freak I will out. have like a, like a stress reaction no. because I, yeah, I just, I can't handle it. Finally, it's gotten to the point where, like, if I see like a stroller or a, or a baby car seat or a or a grill, I don't immediately freak out because I used to because we weren't allowed to take those. Nothing that you put a baby in and nothing that you that has some sort of fuel go through it mm-hmm. was allowed. Mm-hmm. So we'd have to tell people we can't accept that. And of course, we'd always it would always just turn into a fight. Right. Right. So. Well, it's finally gotten here. to the point that if I randomly see a stroller, I don't immediately freak out <laughs> because I feel like I'm have to go into like fight or flight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So nice. yeah, my number one U-Haul red still to the, or U-Haul orange. It is a kind of a reddish orange. Yeah. Um, still to this day freaks me out if it if I if it sneaks up on me. There you go. All right, everybody. There you go. Our top five least liked colors or top five colors that we dislike. Uh, I'm sure, like I said, that somebody out there loves those colors. That's great. Uh, it's just not on our uh, favorites list. So what is... We don't have to love what we love. Exactly. Uh, but we are interested to know what are the colors that you dislike. So do us a favor. Head over to the Major Spoilers Discord server. There's a link in your show notes. Now, depending on your podcast player of choice, you'll see that link. You should be in your show notes, be able to just tap on it on your phone if you're listening on a on a mobile device, and it should launch your Discord app and take you right in to the Major Spoilers Discord. And then you can say hi to everybody, and you can jump down into the Top 5 channel on the Major Spoilers Discord, and you can share your Top 5 colors that you dislike and tell us why you dislike it. If you got the Pantone color, great. That helps us all understand what you're talking about. And also, everybody loves a list. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk with you soon. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.